From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, October 12th. I'm Sarah Reith. The Measure B Oversight Committee is seeking a contractor to provide substance use disorder treatment. Measure B is a sales tax initiative to fund mental health facilities that passed in 2017. The tax was a half cent for the first five years and has now decreased to an eighth of a cent. An 11-member oversight committee is tasked with making recommendations to the Board of Supervisors on how to spend the money. Last month's meeting of the Measure B Oversight Committee included a discussion about a $3.1 million proposal from the Ford Street Project to offer the substance use disorder treatment. Last week, Behavioral Health Director Dr. Janine Miller, who sits on the Oversight Committee, spoke with the Board of Supervisors about what they'd like to see in a request for proposals, or RFP, from contractors competing to offer the service. Supervisor Glenn McCordy was shocked by the high number of people who died of drug overdose last year. I just wanted to ask you a little bit about the 75 overdoses. Is that in which period? So that is uh, just for 2021. That's a lot of people. When you say overdoses, are they did they die or, or were they just taken to the hospital? No, that's uh, 75 people that died due to an overdose, um, and that rolls out the intentional. So removing the suicides from that number, these are accidental or unintentional deaths due to an overdose. We had 75 in 2021. Really, really terrible. Supervisor Dan Jurdy wanted to make sure Measure B funds wouldn't be used to pay for a program that could be funded by the state. You know, my concern with the Ford Street Project isn't what they're proposing. My concern was that they were seeking local tax dollars for um, what I suspect the state um, would be happy to fund. And so, for example, you know, the state's making significant money available for um, homeless housing or for people who are in danger of becoming homeless. And I would think that people who have serious substance abuse issues are certainly endangered of becoming homeless. And so I, I just would be concerned if we were to use local tax dollars, you know, which are very precious and minimal, um, even if it's Measure B funds, um, to, to pay for something that we think the state is likely to fund. Miller said the details haven't all been hammered out yet, and she's monitoring the availability of state grants. Supervisor Ted Williams signaled that he's likely to vote in favor of a proposal requesting evidence-based treatment plans that meet with the approval of local doctors. Miller suggested inviting some of them to help write the proposal. I appreciate the RFP. I think that's the right process, given the the dollar amount here. We have finite funds. Um, I would prefer see evidence-based, medically supervised substance abuse treatment. Is that a possibility? So if we're talking about um, in the RFP, of course, we can put out a request for whatever type of services we want. There are... um, Medical detox obviously is one option. You uh, sober living environments are not usually a medical model. It's a living environment that has sort of a wraparound treatment, which is sort of what Ford Street is proposing. Outpatient treatment usually has some um, clinical component to it, and then you have residential. So um, residential has that metal is not a medical model per se, but it has that medical components wrapped around it. So if we're talking about a medical detox, that would that would be more of that medical model. So there's two types of detox, right? There's social model detox and there's medical detox. So in that RFP, we can put in a request for specific services or um, all of the services and then get the proposals we get and, and go off of those uh, by opening up types of SUDT services. Yeah, so I, I don't want to guide that process as a county supervisor. Um, you're our expert. I want to trust you. 
I, it would be helpful if we could involve local physicians. When I have local physicians calling me and telling me they don't support what we're doing, that it may have benefit, but is it the best use of funds? That's concerning, it's a red flag. Is there a way early in the process to make sure that we're including local physicians so that we at least capture their ideas about what we need? Yes, we can definitely, one of the conversations at Measure B was to have a stakeholder group as part of writing that RFP. So we can definitely include some, uh, a couple medical community members in that RFP to get their feedback as we write the RFP. The stakeholder group will also include representatives from law enforcement and the Behavioral Health Advisory Board. Dr. Miller, can you confirm that the RFP will come back to this board for approval before it goes out? Yes, so um, our my plan um, is that we will draft it uh, once after the stakeholder committee works, we'll work together, get it draft, it will go to Measure B, and then it will come back to the board for our final approval before posting. Measure B funds have also been used to purchase a behavioral health training center in Redwood Valley. Miller told the board that although the training center is coming in $285,000 under budget, more IT equipment is needed, and there's a marketing campaign underway to rent the hall. It's mostly unused, even as the memory of pandemic restrictions fades. There's also a Measure B-funded crisis residential treatment facility in Ukiah, where people in moderate psychiatric crisis can spend up to 30 days in treatment. It's currently $264,000 under budget, but the facility opened in April, so it's still too early to tell if initial financial projections of a neutral impact on the budget were accurate. A mobile crisis response team of three mental health care staff working with the Sheriff's Department and the Ukiah Police Department has responded to 212 calls so far. An architect is designing the teardown of an old nursing home on Whitmore Lane in Ukiah to build a Measure B-funded psychiatric health facility, or PUF, on the site. The original estimate was $19.5 million, but that estimate has grown by about a million. The current estimated completion date for the construction is June of 2025. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.